0: hear the word of God why don't you stand to your feet please stand to your feet with me and let us pray let us pray father we are grateful and thankful we thank you Lord for your faithfulness we thank you for your love we thank you for your goodness we thank you Lord for divine covering for divine protection for divine provision We thank you, Lord, that you have counted us among the living today. We thank you, Lord, for keeping us throughout the year. We thank you, Lord, for this great church. We thank you for our founder and all the fathers and the mothers that you have given us in our church. We thank you for our lives. We thank you for our health. We thank you, Lord, for all the messages that you have shared with us in this church. We thank you, Lord, for the blessings with which you have blessed us. Throughout this year, we are grateful, Lord. We are thankful. Now, Lord, we come before you to hear your word. We pray, Lord, that you give us of your spirit to teach us. I avail myself as a vessel only. Let all glory return to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Why don't you clap your hands together and (laughs) sit again on top of your enemy. Amen. It's a good feeling to sit on top of your enemy. Wonderful. Well, this afternoon I want to share with you there is a difference between the righteous and the wicked. There is a difference between the righteous and the wicked. Hallelujah. Malachi chapter 3 and verse 18. Malachi chapter 3 and verse 18. He says, Then shall ye return and descend between the righteous and the wicked, between him that serveth God and him that serveth him not, Then shall ye return, and descend between the righteous and the wicked, between him that serveth God and him that serveth him not. Hallelujah. This afternoon, I want to share with you that serving God is a good thing. Serving God is a great thing. It is a great thing to serve God. It is a good thing to serve God. Hallelujah. The scripture says that there is a difference between a person who serves God and a person who does not serve God. There is a difference. And God knows this difference. God is aware already of this difference. And he's saying here that you also are going to see the difference. Amen. Amen. God is aware of the difference. You are going and you are coming and you don't seem to see it. But God is very much aware of the difference between those who serve God and those who do not serve God. Hallelujah. When you see someone who serves God and another person who does not serve God, another person who does not care about God, you can't really tell the difference. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? The difference is not so obvious. It is not so clear. But God is saying here that there is a difference. The difference is the same difference between a righteous person and a wicked person. When you see a righteous person, you can tell. And when you see a wicked person, you can tell. You can tell a wicked person when he is being marched to prison. Isn't that so? You can tell. And you can tell a righteous person who is matching the wicked person to prison. So when you see these two people, you can tell who is righteous and who is not. Isn't that so? It is obvious. Or you don't understand what I'm sharing with you. You can see clearly. And God is saying that the way there's a difference between the righteous and the wicked the same way is there a difference between those who serve God and those who do not. Those who care about God and those who do not care about God. There is a difference between them. Hallelujah. God is saying there's a clear difference between them. And the day is coming when you are going to see that difference. The day is coming when you will discern the difference. Hallelujah. So you realize you need some discernment. He said, then shall ye return and discern. So you need some discernment to be able to tell the difference. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? It is not so obvious. It is not so clear. Because sometimes you see both of them appear to look the same. You see the righteous and the wicked. You see the... The ones that serving God and the one that is not serving and they appear to look the same. Amen. They may be in the same school, in the same class, Mm. having the same difficulty with the examinations, sweating the same way. So you can't seem to tell the difference. They seem to have the same job. They earn the same amount of money. You go to church. I don't go to church. And you have money. You ha- I also have my money. You get a paycheck. I also get the same paycheck. And so you don't seem to see a difference. You are married. I am married. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. We do the same thing. And so you can't really tell the difference. And people don't seem to care much about God because they think there is no difference. Yes, they may look the same. They may look alike. They may look like you're both doing the same thing. You are going and you are coming. But God is saying, a day is coming. A day is coming when you are going to see a difference between the one who serves God and the one who does not serve God. Hallelujah. And that is how life is oftentimes. Often life is such that when things are beginning, when things are going on, you cannot really tell the difference. Okay. Do you understand? When you, see, when you see you plant wheat, one time Jesus was telling a story in Matthew 13, and he says, someone went to plant wheat, the seeds of wheat. And then in the night, an enemy came and planted wheat amongst them. Even when you are saying it you cannot hear wheat and weed. You understand? And so they came to the servants came to the master and says, "When because when the sprouts, when the seeds sprouted, when they came up as seedlings, you couldn't tell the difference." And then the servant says, "Should we uproot the weeds?" And the master said, "No, wait. Wait until they grow. Wait until they grow." Because if you are not careful, you may uproot the weeds together with the, the wheat. And that is how it is. You don't seem to be able to tell a clear difference. It looks like wheat. It looks like wheat. I am wheat. I am, you are wheat. And we are in the same ground. We are on the same job. We earn the same money. And we, move, we are moving together. You drive a car. I also drive a car. So the master says, Wait. And the harvest time, on the day of the harvest, we will see the difference. We will see the wheat and we will tell from the wheat. And we will tie the wheat, the wheat and bind them and then we will bend the wheat. Yes. A day is coming. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. A day is coming. Yes. When, you, when you give birth to children, you see two babies. When they are wrapped and they are lined up, you can't tell a difference. You can't tell this is a boy or this is a girl. Ah, ah, ah. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Sometimes when you are not careful, you call someone's baby Ah. a boy when the child is actually a girl. So sometimes people wrap the baby with different colors to let you tell that this is a boy or this is a girl. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? And even when they are growing up, you can't tell a clear difference. When they are growing up, you can tell sometimes even their voices. When my children were growing up, sometimes you hear this child's voice and you think it is this one. But you let them continue growing. Let them continue growing. And then you realize one's voice becomes something else. And the other one's voice becomes something else. (laughs) Then you will return and you will discern the difference amen and so many things in nature they are like that they are like that you can't tell a clear difference but i tell you there's a time that is coming where we will tell the difference hallelujah i said there's a time that is coming where you will tell the difference hallelujah sometimes you feel you are serving god you are serving god you are doing all kinds of things and you look at your your unbeliever friends and they look like they are doing very well. You look like, they look like things are moving. You know the scripture, This scripture, the reason why God, look, go back to, go back to, I believe, verse 16 or 15. Verse 15. Verse 14 or, yeah, verse 14. You see, look at why this scripture. It says, you have said it is vain to serve God. You have said it is vain to serve God. And what profit is it that we have kept his ordinance and that we have walked mournfully before the Lord of hosts? What profit is it? What is the profit that I have kept myself as a virgin? Look at all these young women doing all kinds of things. He says we have kept this ordinance because the Bible says do this and I'm doing this. He says what profit is it? What profit is it that people are doing all kinds of wickedness And they seem to be doing well. And we are going to check. What profit it is that we wake up early morning to pray. These people don't pray. They are sleeping. They wake up and they are passing their exams. And they are doing well. Look at the car they are driving. Look at this house. What profit is it? Are you understanding what I'm saying with you? He said, what profit is it? You don't seem to see... Any game, and then you say that the next verse it says, and now we call the proud happy. Do you understand? When we see people have done all kinds of corrupt things and they are driving their nice cars, and we say they are happy, proud people, they are proud, and we call them happy. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? It says, Yea, they that work wickedness are set up. Sometimes don't we talk like that? They are set up. yea, they that tempt God are even delivered. They that tempt God, they are delivered. And we serve God, and He says, "But then shall ye return? And you will discern the difference between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those. Who do not serve God. Put your hands together for the Lord. Yeah. Amen. So, ladies and gentlemen, throughout the year, there are certain things that you have sought the Lord's face for. There are so many things that you have asked, so many challenges that you have faced, and you see unbelievers facing the same challenges. And then you look at yourself and say, what is the need? What is the need for serving God? But he said, you'll return and you'll see a difference. God is saying that, yes, they both may have issues. They both may have unemployment issues. They both may have marital issues. They both may have childbirth issues. They both may have raising the difficulty with raising children. They both may seem to have bad children. They both may seem to have children who are not doing well. They both may seem to have challenges. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? It says the, uh, the, 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 the unbelievers seem to have the same challenges as you are having. And then you wonder if it, it is worth serving God. Even if it is worth serving God. You are looking back in the beginning of the year through the year, and certain things that you have sought the Lord's face for. Certain things that you have asked for. Certain things that you were expecting. Hallelujah. But God is saying there is a clear difference. There is a clear difference. The difference is as clear as the difference between the righteous and the wicked. The difference between those who serve God and those who do not serve God is as clear as the difference between a righteous person and a wicked person. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 7 and verse 24. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Matthew chapter 7 and verse 24. It says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine And doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man. Say, you are wise. wise. Tell your neighbor you are wise. wise. He said, whosoever heareth these my sayings, whoever hears my word, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, And the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not. For it was founded upon a rock. Hallelujah. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended. Are you with me? And the rain descended. Say the rain descended. descended. And the floods came. Say the floods came. came. Say the floods came. came." And the winds blew. And beat upon that house. And And it fell. And And great was the fall of it. Say great was the fall of it. Hallelujah. So you see, God is saying, there is the one who is wise, and there is the one who is foolish. This one built his house on a rocky ground, and this one built his house on a sand. Amen. Amen. So you see, when you see these two people building, you see that the one that is building on the rock you seem to have difficulty digging down and building, digging down, because before you can put the house on the rock, you must have dug down. The foundation is difficult. And then when you look at this one, who is building, it seems to be easy. You started off and you see that this one's house is almost at a roofing level. And you are still in the foundation because it is difficult. Because the foundation needs to go on a solid rock. Amen. Amen. So, they will all finish their houses. But then you will see that this one's house was easily built. He's decorating, he's painting already and you are now at the level of roofing. You are at the roofing level. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you. This one has windows, everything. He's moving in, furniture and air conditioning, what else? They are doing the lawn and everything, and you are at the you are now leveling, you are roofing your building. He says, This one is wise this one is foolish. But when you look, when people are looking, they think that this one is foolish. You all started, but look at this one. He's done and they are moved in and they are doing well and you are still building. You don't seem to have wisdom, but God is saying that this one is wise because they are going to all experience the same difficulties. At the end, they are going to experience the same challenges. At the end, he says that that, he say that and the, way, the rain descended do you see the same rain that descended was also descending here it says and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house the rain came on this house the rain came on that house the floods came on this house the floods came on on that house The wind blew on this house and the wind blew here also. And there was a lot of beating on this house. And similarly, there was a lot of beating on this house. Now the Bible is saying that you will see the difference between the righteous and the wicked. You will return. You will saw them building. You saw them when they were laying foundation. You saw them when they were coming up. But you will return and you will see a difference. A difference between the righteous and the wicked. He said that when the rains came, he says, and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not. It fell not. Here, it says, and the the rain descended, and the floods came, and the wind blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell. And great was the fall of it. Great was the fall of it. Amen. Amen. You see, the wise man is experiencing the same challenges, just as the foolish man is experiencing. The righteous is experiencing the same challenges Just as the foolish, the the wicked is also experiencing. The one who serves God is experiencing the same challenges just as the one who does not serve God. Amen. Amen. So you realize that the challenges that you are facing in life does not define who you really are. The challenges that you are facing in life, the difficulties that you are facing in life, does not define whether you are a child of God or you are not a child of God. Because it seems that the one that does not serve God is facing the same challenges just as the one who does not serve God. Does somebody understand what I'm sharing with you, so you don't let that define you and say throughout the year i have asked for this i have i was depending on god for this i have served god i have done this and i have not seen this is god really with me i say your difficulties your experiences your challenges they do not define whether god is with you or he's not with you is somebody understanding what i'm sharing with you they do not define whether God is with you or he's not with you. For somebody to say, look, you go to church, you go to church, look at how the rain is beating on your house. You go to church and you go to church, look how the wind is blowing your house. But the difference is that yes, You'll face the challenges, and the foolish will face the challenges. The wise will face the challenges, and the foolish will face the challenges. But great will be the fall of the house of the foolish, and you will still continue to stand. And you will still continue to stand. Because your house is built on a solid foundation. Because your servant God is a solid foundation. Hallelujah. It's a solid foundation. The challenges do not define you. The difficulties do not define you. Hallelujah. Serving God is a strong foundation. Amen. Amen. It is not in vain to serve God at all. I say it is not in vain to serve God. It is not useless to serve God. It is not in vain to sacrifice for the Lord. Hallelujah. Singing in a choir is not useless spending time for rehearsal is not useless hallelujah paying your tithe is not useless it is not in vain to pay your tithe giving offering is not useless giving to orphanage is not a useless thing is somebody understanding what i'm sharing with you supporting healing jesus campaign is not a useless thing amen Teaching the children is not a useless thing. Amen. It's not a useless thing. Amen. Watching the babies at the Sunday school is not a useless thing. Amen. That they are, they, are, they are urinating, the mothers are sitting here and they are enjoying and the babies are urinating on you and you are changing their diapers and their mothers think that you are babysitters. For them. It's not in vain in the Lord. It's not in vain. Amen. Amen. It's not in vain. You are building a foundation. Amen. Amen. Sometimes you wonder, is it worth it? You know, we come, we come, and then we pack, we pack, and we, 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 we set up all these things, and then we come, and then we do this, and then we sing, and then we hear some things, and we dance, and then we pack again, and then we go. Is it worth it? It is very much worth it. I say it is very much worth it. You see, you don't seem to see a difference. You cannot tell because you need a discernment. You need a discernment. They look alike. They look like, they, we, we look like we are the same as those who don't do these things. It looks like we are the same. Because we are having the same challenges. We are having the same difficulties. Does somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? And it looks like the same. It looks like, you know, is it worth it? Doing all this, cleaning 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 the bathroom. I mean, why don't you go and clean somewhere? They are getting paid for cleaning these things. Sweeping the church. People get paid for doing all these things. Amen. Amen. And so when you look, you, you, you don't seem to see a difference. You can't tell clearly if there is a difference. Jesus says, he likens you, he likens you to a wise man. He likens you. What you are doing, as you are going and as you are coming, cleaning the church, decorating, setting up, waking up, being a prayer warrior, interceding for the church, making noise, going, joining prayer meetings, and you are going and you are coming. Jesus says, I liken you to a wise man. Because what you are doing, you are building a foundation. You are building a foundation. You are setting up a foundation. Amen. You are setting up a foundation. So the challenges you are going through, they do not define your relationship with God. They do not define... What your stand is in Christ. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? They do not define whether you are in faith, whether you are in good standing with God or not. Because it says that the rains came and they came upon both houses. The house of the wicked and the house of the foolish. The house of the righteous and the house of the wicked. The house of those who serve God and those who do not serve God. Can I have an amen? Amen. Can I have an amen? Amen. Yes. So yes, the same flood. The same flood came here. The same storms came here. The same wind. The same beating down upon your house. It will beat on your house and your house will continue to stand. I say it will beat on your house but your house will continue to stand. Then shall you return and you shall see the difference. You look at this house and you look at that house. And you see a difference. You look at this family, and you look at that family, and you see a difference. Because now, as you are going, yes, you, you have the same marital problems. Oh, yes. You have the same issue with children. We are having the same issues, and we are going and we are coming, and they seem to be that we are almost the same, not no difference. Waking your children up in the morning, dressing them up and bringing them to church. Hey, we, we don't, we, oh, we are going to i-hop on Sunday morning. Yeah. And they go and they hop hard. <laughs> and then you are sitting here with your children. And it looks as if you are wasting time. Amen. So you may go through challenges. You know, Isaiah 43 verse 2. Isaiah 43 verse 2. He says, When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. And when thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Hallelujah. You see, notice, he says, when thou passest through the waters. So you see, you will wonder as a Christian that God will not let you pass through the waters. Because he can prevent you. Why doesn't he prevent you from passing through the waters first of all? Or why doesn't he prevent you from going through the fire, first of all? Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? So yes, you, he says, you, when, when, it's, it's not if. So when you are a Christian, there's nothing like elimination of challenges and difficulties. There's nothing like that. He says, when you go through the waters, when you go through, when you pass through the waters... When you pass through, that means he will let you pass through. But what you can be assured of is that I will be with you there. I will be with you. When you are going through the waters, he is with you. You are going and you are coming. It's not for nothing. When the challenges are coming, he will be with you. When you are going through the fire, he will be with you. Hallelujah. You know, one time King Nebuchadnezzar passed a law. And after he passed the law there were four young men they said as for us we will not bow to any other thing except our god and the law was said that if you bow if you don't bow they will put you through fire so these children says we will not bow and they did not bow so king nebuchadnezzar put them in the fire and they set the fire so high. So these young men were in the fire. Then King Nebuchadnezzar and his officials, they had sat and they were watching how these four young men are going to burn. And as he was sitting, he looked inside the fire, and he said, "Did we not put four men in the fire?" He says, yes, Cain, we did. He says, but I see another. I see another person. Was it three men? But I see a fourth man. There was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And as you were looking, he said, did we not put these three? But I see a fourth person with them. The form of this fourth person is in the form of the son of God. That God himself was with them. So why would God not prevent the fire from happening? Why does God not kill the king and all his officials so the fire will not happen? He will allow you to be in it. But what you can be assured of is that he will be with you when you are in the fire. He will be with you when you are in the fire. So I don't know what you have experienced throughout the year some challenges that you have experienced throughout the year, some difficulties, some things that you have sought the face of God for and you have not received, I can assure you that the foundation that you have laid is a rocky foundation Amen. and nothing can shake it. None of the challenges you are facing will shake it. Hallelujah. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. You can be assured that he is with you. Amen. Amen. John chapter 16 and verse 33. John chapter 16 and verse 33. He says, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the New Living Translation it says, I have told you all this, so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, What would you have? Many trials and sorrow. Who was Jesus talking to? He's talking to you. His followers. People who follow him. People who serve him. He says, here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrow. But say, but. Say, but. Say, but. He said, but "But take heart. Take heart. He said, but take heart. Because I have overcome the world. Amen. I said I have overcome the world. He said, but take heart, because the foundation upon which you are walking is a solid foundation, and He has overcome the world. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He has overcome the world. So you will see challenges in the world. You will see so many difficulties. He said, here on earth, unless you move to another planet, but here on earth, you will have many tribulations and many sorrows. You have many trials and many sorrows. But take heart. Tell somebody, take heart. heart. Say, "Take take heart. Say, there were many tribulations in the 2019 year. There were many sorrows in the year 2019. But take heart. Take heart. Hallelujah. Because he has overcome the world. He has overcome the world. Every challenge you are facing, he says, I have overcome the world. Do not look at your challenges. Do not look at your difficulties. He says, the rains came on the house of the foolish, and it came on the house of the wise. Do not look at the rain that is beating on your house and say, God is not with me. He says, here on this earth, you will have challenges. Here on this earth, you have many trials. You have many sorrows. But one thing that you can be assured of, that the one that is with you, he has overcome all of these things. So don't stop serving God. Don't stop serving God. Don't look at the challenges and give up on serving God. Don't look at the difficulties and give up on serving God. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Let me read one last scripture with you. Daniel chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6. So here's another person also who had a challenge, Daniel, and a law was also passed. And the law was such that it was passed to trap Daniel. Amen. So Daniel was a great man, and they passed the law. That anyone who prays to any other God, besides a God that the king has erected, will be put in a fire at the lion's den. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? And they realize this law was made just to trap Daniel. Because they had tried so many things to get this Daniel. And they know that the only way they can get Daniel is to go through his God to try to take this God out of Daniel's life. You know, some of you, any small thing can take God out of your life. Any small thing that they bring into your life, you cannot put God to the challenge. Any small thing that they bring into your life, you take God out of your life. And you walk as if you have never known God. You walk as if you have never heard a preaching message. Any small challenge that comes to your life, But not this Daniel. And so they passed a law that no one should pray to any other God. And Daniel said, how can I live? How can I live without praying? So the day the law was passed, he went into his chambers. And this time he opened the curtains, opened his windows, and started praying. And he prayed, and the people caught him praying. Some of you, you never want to be caught praying. Even in a restaurant, he said, Let us pray. We have a food on, on the table. Let us pray. And then you are, are looking around. People are here. You don't want to pray. But not this Daniel. So when he prayed, the people caught him praying and they reported to their king. And they have made the king sign a decree that he cannot change. And the king liked Daniel so much. But he had signed the law already. So in verse 16, verse 16, he says, Then the king commanded, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, because it wasn't the king's hard desire that they would put Daniel in the den. But a law is a law, and he could not break it, and he has been trapped in signing this law. So now the king spake and said unto Daniel, Thy God, thy God, whom thou servest every now and then, thy God, whom thou servest when there is no overtime, thy God, whom thou servest when you wake up early in the morning, thy God, whom thou servest when the sleep doesn't overcome you. Is that how? Thy God, whom thou servest when you have no job, when you are laid off, when you lose your job. Is that why? Is that how he's talking? Is that what the king noticed? What did he say? He says, Thy God, whom thou servest continually, will do what? Will deliver thee. Will deliver thee. Will deliver thee. The God, whom thou servest continually the God whom no job will interrupt your service to him the job whom no law will interrupt your service to him no schedule will interrupt your service to him that God he will deliver you but there are many that any small thing interrupts your service never continually never continually small job that the Lord gives you now we can find you small school that they give you, we can't find you. Small degree, small degree, we can't find you. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? But it says, Thy God, whom thou servest continually will deliver thee. Amen. And a stone was brought and laid upon the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet and with the signet of his laws, that the purpose might not be charged concerning Daniel then the king went to his palace and passed the night fasting wow. neither were instruments of music brought before him the king was so mad he was so sad then the king rose up early in the morning and went in haste unto the dawn of lions and when he came to the den he cried with a lamentable voice unto daniel and the king spake and said to daniel oh daniel servant of the living god is thy God whom you serve every now and then? Oh, machoteke andalaba. Is that God whom you serve on the weekends only? Oh. Let people even who want to trap you. People who want to fire you. Bosses who want to lay you off. Let them see that you are a kind who serves God continually. Let them see that. Don't be embarrassed to let them see that you serve God continually. When they are talking about you and your God, let them use that description that you serve God continually. You serve God continually. Amen. You don't serve God in the summertime. You don't serve God when the weather is favorable. You don't serve God when it's not raining. He says, Is thy God, is thy God, whom thou servest continually, able to deliver thee from the lions? Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. My God had sent his angel and had shut the lion's mouth, and they have not hurt me. For as much as before him, innocency was found in me. Hallelujah. The God whom you serve continually. He will deliver you. The storms will come. The rains will come. It will beat you down. But that God whom you serve continually. Beloved, it is not in vain to come here continually. It's not in vain. It's never in vain. Hallelujah. It's never in vain. Amen. So I wanted to encourage you that yes, you have gone through certain difficulties. You are experiencing certain challenges. You are experiencing some difficulties. Personal, sometimes you can't even voice it out. Some of you are experiencing certain pain and you have sought the face of God for. That does not describe your relationship. Putting Daniel in the den does not describe who he is. But what describes who he is is the one who will be with you when you are in that den. What defines who you are, what defines your position, is the one who is with you when you are in that difficulty. It's the one who is with you when you go through that fire. He says, I will be with you. 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 Hallelujah. Our time is up. Put your hands together for the Lord and stand to your feet. Not in, not in vain. It's not in vain. It's not in vain. It's not in vain. It's not in vain. Oh, yes. Challenges may come. Difficulties may arise. But it's not in vain. It's not in vain. Oh, yes. He will be with you. When you are going through the waters, when you go through the floods, He is with you. He is with you. When you go through the fire, You will not be burned. You will not be burned because he is with you. He is with you. He is with you. The challenges, the difficulties they do not define who you are. They do not define your Christianity. They do not define your spirituality. Why did this happen to you? Why has this happened to you? Why are you placed in the lion's den? Why did they sell you into slavery? Why are you having this pain? You are praying to your God. Why did they put you in the lion's den? Why? Why? It does not define who you are. It does not define your Stand with God, thank you, you. It does you not God. define, it does not define. But what us, defines us, you, God. what defines who you stone, are, is the one the fire, that is with you God. when the challenges Rabbe come, the, the one that is with you kambalaba. when the difficulties Shebelebe come.
1: Lebe. Oh Jesus,
0: Father, we are thankful. Amen. We are grateful Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. We thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Amen. We thank you, Lord that you are always with us according to your promise. You say, I will never ever leave you nor forsake you. Lord, indeed, you have been with us throughout the year. The challenges that we have gone through, the difficulties that we have faced. Lord, we have seen that you are a faithful God you are always with us. Amen. You are always by our amen. side. Amen. You, see, you are a very present help Jesus. in every time of need, amen. in every time of our challenge, amen. in every time of our affliction. Jesus. You have been with us. Amen. We glorify your name. Amen. We give you honor amen. and thanks. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. With all eyes closed and every head bow, you are here this afternoon. You are saying, Reverend, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to give my life i want to welcome jesus christ into my life i want to be a born again christian i want to give my life to jesus if that is your prayer wherever you are just lift up your right hand and i'll pray with you you are saying pastor pray with me i want to receive jesus as my savior is there anyone here like that you want to give your life to jesus you want to welcome jesus into your life is there anyone here like that? The savior of the world. You want to come to him. Lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Anyone here like that? Father, we are grateful and thankful in the name of Jesus. Amen. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of salvation. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. We believe you've been blessed by this timely and powerful message. We invite you to join us on Sunday afternoons for our Duel of Heaven service and Tuesday evenings for our Word Power service. For more messages by Rev. Brighton Krumah, please subscribe to the QFC Bronx North podcast or contact us at 929-247-0738. Stay blessed.